When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we all saw what the Baltimore Ravens did to the Miami Dolphins last Sunday. Are the Dolphins really as bad as they looked in week one? And how many opportunities will that give the Patriots this week in Miami? I'm Alex Barth, joined by Evan Lazar. This edition of the Fox Bear Report is powered by BetOnline.ag. Visit their website and use the promo code CLNS50 for your welcome bonus. Well, Evan will have his game plan on the Dolphins up on Friday. You can check that out on clnsmedia.com, but we're going to break it down here too a little bit. And Evan, I got to ask you first, right off the bat, from what we what we saw from the Dolphins last week, how much of that was them being bad versus the Ravens maybe being decent? I think the Ravens are a good team. I think Miami is a really bad team. I think Miami is going to be vying for the first pick in the draft next year. I just don't think that they have anywhere near the roster talent that some of these other teams, even the AFC East, other than the Patriots, Buffalo, New York, they're way behind a lot of teams. If you had to give them a compliment, I'm going yeah. to give, make, give you a bit give of a challenge here. I'm going to give you a challenge here. Yeah. Give, me, give me one thing the Dolphins did well last week. Uh, you know that Bill Belichick's going to give them plenty of compliments this week. Well, He's he was big into their special right teams their right. right now. But the biggest thing, I think, is that Ryan Fitzpatrick's a little bit frisky. Yep. You know, he's a veteran quarterback. He's got great pocket movement, a great ability to extend plays, has a little bit of a scramble element to his game as well. That can be dangerous if you have a lot of guys covering man down the field for more than three seconds. You know that that can get guys open. So Fitzpatrick, I think, is a little bit frisky. He's a good downfield thrower. The other thing is, is I do think that Miami has some skill players, and okay. they've kind of had some skill players there for a while now. Guys like uh, Preston Williams, who's kind of their breakout star, there, Jacoby Myers down there. Yeah. He's been a really good player for them. Uh, Devontae Parker hasn't necessarily performed up to his draft status or performed well against the Patriots, but he's still got a six foot three, six foot four frame. He can go up and catch balls. He can box people out. If Albert Wilson plays in this game, I'm a huge huge Albert Wilson fan. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. I'm not sure he's going to play, but he is great after the catch. One of the best yep. ball carriers in the NFL actually led the league in yards after catch per reception last year. Jakeem Grant is kind of like a jitterbug gadget player, also does returns. A lot of team speed. They have Kenyon Drake also, which we know all about. We'll get into that later. Yeah, so a lot of team speed for Miami at the skill spots and Fitzpatrick. It's not the worst quarterback skill position combination in the league, but they're offensive line is a disaster so we'll get to that but but the offensive line yeah so the offensive line had all sorts of problems against Baltimore it was a mess it was one of the worst performances of any offensive line in the league last last week Fitzpatrick was under pressure on over 50 percent of his dropbacks Baltimore loves to throw a lot of exotic pressure schemes at you a lot like the Patriots do up front a lot of stunts a lot of blitzes from the second level and the Miami O-line had no idea what to do with any of it. Right. There's unblocked defenders all over the place. There was poor technique, especially by the interior offensive linemen and pass protection. So it was a disaster for the offensive line. And Brian Flores hinted at the fact that maybe they would do some shuffling up there for this week because he said, yeah, they were competitive late in the game. And he actually liked how they finished the game. But early on in this game, they had their heads spinning. Their assignments weren't crisp. The communication wasn't crisp. The talent level is poor. I would say Miami probably has the worst offensive line in football. And you did mention Brian Flores there a couple of times. Yep. He's obviously very familiar with the Patriots, as are a number of his assistant coaches, a couple of players who are there. There's a lot of carryover. 
How much can that help the Dolphins this week? Well, I think that with Brian Flores specifically and Chad O'Shea also on the other side of the ball, Chad O'Shea basically is running the Patriots offense with a few little wrinkles, a little bit of his own kind of spice to it. Flores is doing very similar things with the defense, but he's doing it a little bit more vanilla than what the Patriots okay. are. I think the biggest reason why is they don't have veterans on the back end like Devin McCourty and Stephon Gilmore and Jason McCourty that have both been in the system for a little while and also are just veteran players in this right. league. So a lot more young players in Miami. So a lot of their zero coverage stuff that they did do a bunch of, it's not the playground defense. It's not everybody roaming around. It's just playing cover zero. And that is going to get shredded against Tom Brady. So I'm interested to see if they're able to change coverage structures post-snap. Because if they just show Tom Brady the picture beforehand and then just snap the ball and they play that coverage, they're going to get shredded. And of course, the one thing I think the Patriots need to be mindful of when it comes to Brian Flores is he's going to understand their tendencies very well, both offensively and defensively. And that's something I think the Patriots need to keep in the back of their minds. Yeah, I think that they do need to keep that. I also think that a lot of the times, Romeo Cornell has actually talked about this in the past, you know Tom Brady's cadences. You know right. his body language, you know his cadences, you know where he's looking a lot of the time when you're a coach that has worked with him, and you also know that Julian Edelman's his guy. Yep. He's the guy that stu- you know stirs the drink, the straw that stirs the drink. So Brian Flores is going to know that if he takes Edelman out of the game, yeah, he's probably still going to get beat by Josh Gordon and A.B. and James White, but at least he'll have a chance. Finally, we have to touch on it. The elephant in the room. It is Miami. Yes. We know what happened last year. Conditions are supposed to be bad. There might be a tropical storm, so it's going to be humid. It's going to be wet. All of it. I, I know this Dolphins team isn't great, but the Patriots have lost to some not great Dolphins teams down there before. How much does kind of that cloud of Miami hanging over their head factor in? Yeah, this is quite literally probably the best team in football against the worst team in football. In terms of DVOA, Patriots were second last week just to Baltimore, who played Miami. Right. And then Miami was 32. So this is two versus 32 in the DVOA rankings right here. But the Patriots have lost five out of six down in Miami. They have lost seven out of uh, eight. They've seven and 11 record in Tom Brady's 18 years as a starter down in Miami. So it is a little bit of a house of horrors down there. And the way it ended, I was at that game last year. I don't think anybody could have ever predicted that. So, you know, it felt like they had kindly got, finally got the monkey off their back. We're all ready to write about a Patriots win. And then, and then the whatever you, I don't even, the Miami miracle, the Kenyon Drake play, whatever you want to call it happens. So it does feel like it's somewhat of a house of horrors. But one interesting note is that the Patriots are one-on-one in September. They've only played twice in Miami in September. I know it feels like more. The one loss was 2014 with Darrell Revis playing zone coverage when his first week as a Patriot. And other than that, they play mostly in Miami later in the season, which I think is a bigger disadvantage because you get practice a lot in that New England weather. You know, you get it gets colder here. You go down there like last year when they went down there in December. They've been practicing for a couple of months in 30 degree weather. Now they got to go play in 80 degrees, and there's right. a difference in that. And the conditioning at the end of the game certainly it started to pay dividends. We will see, but you did mention how lopsided it is with DVOA. Yeah, Las Vegas agrees. The Patriots. The numbers been bouncing back. Up forth right now we're recording this Patriots 19 and a half point favorites they could end up the biggest road favorite in NFL history if you like those numbers visit betonline.ag and hey they also happen to be the sponsor of this segment so again visit betonline.ag use the promo code CLNS50 you get a welcome bonus and you know maybe you throw some some uh, units on the Patriots there Uh, that's all up to you but again you can get the welcome bonus with the promo code CLNS50 for Evan Lazar I'm Alex Barth from Gillette Stadium Thanks for watching.